Hi, this is Brandon, and I love Hallmark uh, summer movies. Hey, this is Dan, and I like Hallmark summer movies. Hi, I'm Dan. Uh, I despise Hallmark summer movies. And I'm Ruth, and I absolutely love Hallmark movies. And And this this is is the the Deck Deck the the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. We did it, guys. Now, before we get to Mm. uh, today's episode, which I'm very excited about. With Ruth. With Ruth. Uh, it's important for us to note that if you haven't already uh, left us a review on iTunes, what are you waiting for? I don't know. At least a rating. If, if, you're, out on, there right guys, now, if rating. you're out there right now and you haven't left us a review on iTunes, raise your hand. Even mm. if you're driving, I see raise a lot your of hand. hands yep. out there. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. Yep. Take that hand. Go to the app. That's right. Not while you're driving. Nope. So you're asking. Come on. <laughs> Commit. Commit to something. Okay. Uh, go to the iTunes uh, podcasting app. Go to Deck the Hallmark and leave a review. It takes five seconds. And for I, you to say, I love this podcast. I listen when I'm driving and when I'm taking baths. Um, and I, Look, I don't know about that voice, but I do know that the reviews are meaningful. The ratings help us a lot. And the response has been overwhelming. But we'd love to see them keep going. And look, and if you're, if you're busy doing that, you may as well go ahead and go over to Instagram. Go over to Twitter. Go over to Facebook. Like us. And, and, and maybe comment and, and show us a little bit of love and support, or just tell us how much you hate we us. We love love. Do you want to know what our name is on there? Hallmark Podcast. It's that easy. We got that. At Hallmark Podcast. The amount of money we spent to get to secure that. I don't think we spent We don't any. want having, to talk about it because it's nothing. Having said that, <laughs> if Hallmark gets mad enough at us, they'll have to buy us out, and we could be looking at a small fortune. It's, we're the Michael Scott Paper Company. That's right. Uh, you know about the algorithm? I know all about the algorithms. We don't have time for it. Today. I don't. We I can't even begin. The next episode, though, I think is when we're going to finally carve out that time. Chalk to talk about the big. I will talk all about the algorithms, but the it really C, helps us if you do it. The three C's to yeah. co- customer satisfaction. Equals yeah. MC, and that, now we need to dive. Well, in. This too much. Everybody has been asking us, guys. I'm sick of all the guys. Yeah, that's right. And so, and so we did it. We found the one uh, female in all of America who would be willing to join us. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Ruth, welcome. Is it, 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 is, uh, it is our first female on the podcast, and oh, we, are, cool. we are so honored that it's you because I've been reading your blogs about Hallmark oh. for a while because I'm a big Hallmark fan. And okay. so, uh, and I a- have never read a one. Having said that, Ruth, <laughs> I, I do – I have heard and I've read – because Brandon sent me some info, you're like in the Hallmark world, kind of a big deal. Like, you know, you get some big names and get to interview some big time people. So thanks for joining us on our little podcast here in South Carolina. Well, hey, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Um, I, I saw you guys happen to pop up and I thought, my first thought was, who on earth are these people? And <laughs> do I want to even listen to their podcast? But I was like, okay, I'll give it a try because of course you were interviewing, um, uh, Christopher Palaha, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get an interview with him. And um, that's right, we got our interview with Chris before wow, we held it. It was a big deal for us. It's a big deal for us. Are you are you upset that you uh, listened to us? Or are you okay? Oh uh, yeah. How did you feel about the podcast? Oh, no, 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 no. I I found your interview with him quite enjoyable. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and. And it reminded me that I needed to try for about the tenth time to get an interview with him because it's just like I could never. He was he's so busy and he doesn't always respond. And then finally, 
Um, so, I, so I'll just kind of credit you guys with helping me get that interview. You didn't realize that, but uh, but I don't mind saying that. Oh, That's, Chris. I mean, we'll take it. Well, yeah, we'll take yeah. it. Here you go. There you go. <laughs> well, on this uh, particular edition, we are not talking about Christmas movies, which is our ballpark, if you will. But we're talking about a summer movie. I believe it was the last of the summer movies. Yeah. It was a uh, season for love, mm-hmm. um, which tells you. Not Nothing. a ton about the movie, <laughs> but um, we're excited to talk about it. And so I'm going to give a quick synopsis for those of you out there that didn't didn't quite make it to that one uh, so that you can follow along. Uh, Season for Love originally aired on August 25th, 2018, and it went a little something like this. The movie began with our leading gal, Tyler, and her daughter, Rosie, heading into the town of Red Rocks, Texas, for the summer. We learned that Tyler grew up in Red Rocks and wanted to show Rosie where she grew up. We also learned that Tyler is a divorcee, but luckily it's the nicest divorce of all time. We then get our leading boy, Corey. He's a bigwig chef who uh, has written some best-selling books and lives in New York City now. But he's going. Uh, he's going to have a meeting with the network. But that meeting with the network gets put on pause because he has to go back to his hometown to judge a barbecue cook-off. His hometown, you guessed it, Red Rocks, Texas. Tyler is uh, noticing that her mom's restaurant is a bit slower than normal. There's been some new restaurants, and they've really taken uh, a good bit of the the people that normally go to that restaurant. And so she wants to figure out a way to pick up some business, and so she enters this big cook-off. It uh, turns out that Tyler and Corey used to be a thing, and when they bump up and when they bump into each other, you see those sparks really begin to fly. Uh, Tyler um, gets past the the first round of the cook-off, and she's all like, "I'ma beat you, Corey," and he's like, "We'll see." Also, I still love you. So they're hanging. Around each other, and Corey's all about it, and Tyler's like, I don't know. So one day, the restaurant's all crazy, and uh, Corey is Corey's like, I will help. So he goes back in the kitchen, helps, does a bang up job, and they're cleaning up at the end. And Tyler and Corey do a little slow dance, and that is when we get our very first mid movie almost kiss. This one was interrupted by Eddie, the ex husband, who's in town for Rosie's birthday. Corey's a bit jealous uh, until he realizes that Eddie is literally the most whatevs guy about literally anything. Um, so then they try to kiss each other again, this time on the Ferris wheel as it's broken down. No luck. Ferris wheel starts back up uh, right on cue, and so no kiss. Uh, Tyler then wins the second round of the competition, so she gets to do the finals, which is a one-on-one uh, cook-off against celebrity chef Corey. Eddie offers Tyler a new job in San Francisco, and she's like, let me think about it. I'm really liking Red Rocks. So Corey um, is like, you know what? I'm liking Red Rocks, too. I don't know if I want to go to the network. I don't know if I want to go back to New York. And so he has this conversation with Tyler and is like, hey, I want to maybe start working on things, like dating each other again, maybe. And she's like, it's not going to work. And she storms off. Um, Her mom's (laughs) restaurant then burns down suddenly. Mm. It's crazy. And she's like, how am I going to get things ready for the competition so Corey and her use one kitchen that's right the only kitchen in the city and um and they they're cooking for the competition and guess what Tyler wins Tyler beats the big time chef and she's like you know what I'm back in let's kiss they kiss they both stay in Red Rocks the camera fades to black and that my friends season Season for love Can I get one thing straight real quick? Is it Red Rock or Red Rocks? I thought it was Red Rock. Singular. I, I, I like thought it was one, one red singular rock. Red Rock. Ruth? 
Uh, I'm not 100% sure, I will be honest. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to take that I, to the tape. Take yeah. it to the tape. Take it to the tape. Now, uh, it's time for our, our hot take segment, mm. the segment of the show where we just get to share how we felt about this movie. Ruth, you've seen a ton of these movies, so I'm going to kick it to you first. What did you think of Season for Love? Well, I will be honest that when I saw this movie and I knew it was going to be the last of the summer movies, I had pretty low expectations. Okay. I did because we had these four incredible shot on location movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have a movie that <laughs> shot in Toronto, which is masquerading as Texas. Yeah, green screenateria, wherever that is. Yeah, right. Right. And so I thought, okay, but I like Autumn Reeser. I like Mark Lucas. Okay, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be okay, and it's Hallmark, so it'll be nice. And I was quite taken with the film. Okay, I, I, it it, um, it it definitely exceeded my expectations. Okay. That's a good way to say it. Panda, right. let's go to you. As a liker of Hallmark movies, what did you think? Yeah. I'd love to hear what Panda has yeah, to say. Yeah, I got to be honest with you guys. Um, I, as much as I, I try to be you know, Switzerland a lot of times in these discussions, I did not like this movie. Okay. Uh, I didn't like the lead guy. Okay. He irritated me uh, he, consistently. Uh, and I thought as a barbecue connoisseur, oh boy. I was offended yeah. on multiple levels. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there was very little barbecue. There needed to be more barbecue, a little less love. But that's kind of my thing. You wanted more cooking montages? I wish there was more (laughs) cooking montages. I would have been more intrigued if they had done longer cooking segments. Mm. Okay. Wow. (laughs) One way to do it. Uh, Dan? Um, So this this movie's not good. Uh, It is a movie about Texas and barbecue, two things that are near and dear to my heart as well. And I am convinced that the makers and the actors of this movie have never, A, been to Texas, or B, tried barbecue. (laughs) Um, and, and because of those two things, it was very difficult for me to give it a pass in any way, shape or form. I feel like it started 30 minutes in. Like I feel, I feel like when it started that we had missed 30, like I, I, like you sent me a link. Hallmark is nice enough to send us these movies ahead of time. And we, we got a link and I'm like, did I miss the beginning of this movie? And no, that's actually the first scene is them just driving into Red Rock. Um, but but they caught us up to speed. They did a little bit. They tried. I, I will say this, um, there's a lot that's just I have negative about this movie. However, none of it is the director's fault uh, because the pacing of the movie is actually very good. Okay. Yeah, it's that's paced true. out correctly. Mm-hmm. And I, I bring up the director only because this is one of the first Hallmark films that has a female director. Jill Carter directed this movie. Hallmark gave her a chance. She's never directed a feature-length film. And I I did some research because I saw that, and I was shocked to learn that every Christmas movie for like the last, I don't know how many years, maybe forever, that Hallmark's done have all been directed by men. Ruth, can you confirm that? Well, most of them. I don't say all of them because Christy Wolf is a woman, and she's directed quite a few. So I did want to point out that while the movie suffered on a number of fronts, Mm -hmm. it was cool to see Hallmark give a chance to a young director who's also female because we've seen some great female directors do some great work lately um, on the big screen. And so to to Mm -hmm. see that at Hallmark was really cool. Having said that, there were, you know, the the number of eye rolls were off the chart for me in this particular Mm -hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I wanted everything in my being to not enjoy this movie 
I love this movie. I actually really liked the leading guy, Panda. I know that you didn't. He he was one of those guys. Like there were so many things that he did that were like it's so over the top. The the way yeah. in which he's throwing his game right now, but he <laughs> he he was throwing game in such a way that he won me over. I was charmed by him <laughs> I, by the end of the movie. I just I felt like they had no chemistry. I like I, I felt like they had I, limited I've chemistry seen, in myself. Seen, well, well, no chemistry. Oh, Seriously? Hey, I'm going to toss it out there. They were as awkward walking together in every scene as I've ever seen. I, it reminded me of my first dates. I, it was bad. I, I liked. I thought Autumn Reeser was fine. I didn't have. I've never seen her in anything. I thought she was fine for what what it called for. I, I guess the Blucas guy was okay. I, I just like. It just seemed like a weird, even for Hallmark, a weird gap between them. Like like there's hmm. nothing keeping these two people apart. Like the chef, he can work from anywhere if he's just writing books. Like there's no real yeah, but you can't have meetings with the network just anywhere. Yes, right? and that and the thing is, you can. <laughs> you can. Like networks have never had to meet you in person to give you a TV show. Like that's not a thing. You don't know. <laughs> You're just making things up. All I'd say, I actually really like this movie, even though I went into it begrudgingly and mm-hmm. not knowing what to expect. Uh, similar to Ruth. And so I was pleasantly surprised. I liked it. Uh, we do have one one more call. Go ahead. Not one more call. We have one call today. We had a bunch of calls. We're just limited to one. And this is this is a great oh, okay. one. And so here's here's today's uh, uh, what wait whatever it is. Hey, Brand Panda and Dan. It's Alonzo calling from West Hollywood, California. About Season of Love. Uh, oh, man. How do we unpack this? First of all, if you're like a small-town barbecue chef, why would you enter a cooking contest where you eventually have to go up against the nationally renowned guy with the cookbook? Like, that just seems like a recipe for failure. Like, hey, yeah, you won the Little League MVP, but uh, now you have to uh, strike out the guy from the major leagues or we don't give you the trophy. On top of that, this is another one of those Hallmark movies where it doesn't seem like anybody's particularly good at their job or understands how things like restaurants or cities work. But it does have Mark Lucas. And I got to say, uh, of all the different brands of Hallmark man candy, he's one of my favorites. So, you know, I'll pretty much watch anything he's in. I watch this, even though I usually try to stick to the Christmas stuff. And, uh, yeah, here we all are. Anyway, thanks for the show. Hope you guys are great. Bye. Thank you, Alonzo. Alonzo. What, what a, a good guy. I like that he said I, of all the, the Hallmark brands of man all candy. All the different brands of man candy. My wife actually literally said the same thing. She was big on him. Yeah. yeah. Big. Yeah, yeah. He used to play college basketball. Did he really? Lake Forest University. I, I can see that. Mm. I can True see story. that. Um, that brings us to our, our next segment, which is was is all the feels. Mm. What in this movie gave us... Those love feels, the, the 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 feelings that we get when we're like, oh yeah, love. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start this time with with Dan. Dan, what, tell me about those feels. Um, I don't. I've not seen a lot of Hallmark movies. In fact, I've only seen the ones we've done on this podcast. So what is this six that I've seen now? Um, I this, think it's more than that, and you're not happy about that. I'm not. <laughs> this this is. We we now reached a, a new level where we have two almost kisses, mm-hmm. and at, mm-hmm. at some point, like. We have some diminishing returns, right? You can't almost kiss all movie long, can you? And so I think you can. I do think, and it very rarely do I, do I have this strong a feeling about this, but in this movie, I thought it was really dumb that they didn't kiss while they were dancing out there by the smoker and everything. Um, I thought it was really dumb that the, that the, 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 
ex-husband who is the best guy, <laughs> he, that he shows up. Like that was a that would have been an all the feels moment for me, and instead it was just weird. So that's as close as it got. Uh, Panda. Hmm. Okay, so I'm actually going to say my my when they're doing the the big fair dance at near the end. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you call those. You know the you, one that George goes and invites yeah, her to. Yeah, they that's the one. Have another line. Yeah, it yeah. was it was it was a weird bit. But that said, <laughs> I actually got some feels during that. Like I, I really enjoyed that moment where they're they're dancing together. That was. That gave me. That was an awe moment for me. I, I liked it. So this is going to be interesting. This is a little bit of a different one, but the the feeling that I got any time that uh, Tyler's mom was on screen. Uh, <laughs> now this is what I mean, like the motherly love in which she uh, portrayed. I thought she was really well casted. If you can mm-hmm. let me say that, I thought she was a great cast. I thought she was wonderful. And anytime she was yeah. on screen, I I got that feeling that I got. Like when I think about my grandma or something like that feeling that I get of just someone who's really caring and sweet and says all the right things and also is a really good cook. That's what I thought of when she was. I, I, got I know that's a weird. I got none of feels. those feels. You know what I felt when every time I saw her, I felt like they were in Toronto. They found a Canadian actor and she and she was like, do you want me to do a Texas accent? And they're like, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Like, that woman, I have two southern grandmas. Like, there should be an ain't, a fixin' to get ready, y'all coming in, something. She had none of them. It was not like, it was not even close. Don't care, I loved her. Okay. <laughs> Ruth, what you got? Um, well, there were a lot of moments, but the one that comes to my mind is actually when they were on the Ferris wheel. Um, yeah, I that okay, really that's a good scene. Okay. Personally, I thought that was a sweet moment. I, I liked a lot of, really, whenever... Um, Autumn and Mark were together, and they were doing all their all their bantering back and forth. And then he just he just he just ended up saying something really sweet. Uh, that those there were those moments, especially as it got later into the movie, that uh, I definitely had all the feels. Good. Now, wow. I, I real quick, what do you, what is the most almost kisses you've ever seen in a home? I would movie? love to know that. Most oh. That's that's a really good question. Um, Probably three. I, mean, I feel like there's a three out there. I would say that that'd be about right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you always know that in a Hallmark movie, there's going to be at least one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's always, fair. You know, I always love them. Personally, I love them, but I know some people don't. But I think but, sometimes um, they work and sometimes they don't. The, well, the funny yeah. thing is that they still pretty much get me every time. I generally thought they were going to well, kiss. Brand, how many almost kisses have you ever had? We don't need to get into no, that. No, that's a different <laughs> podcast. Uh, but, but I will say this. I think that's why it bothered me so much is because they got me on that. Like they legitimately got me on that almost kiss. And up to this point, I've not cared about any almost uh, kiss, uh, maybe Palaha yeah. and and uh, Jill Garner, which may be no. your name, that may, Wagner, Jill yeah. Wagner, like maybe those two yeah. in Pearl and Paradise, maybe, but like right. I've I, I not not cared until this point, and so that's why it got me. I think. Well, welcome to the wonderful world of Hallmark. Mm. Uh, it's time for Wait What, the segment <laughs> of the show where we talk about some moments in in this movie where we just had to take a second and go, what? Wait, what just happened? Uh, Ruth, I'd like to start with you. What what were some of your wait what's in this movie? Um, well, I will say what I didn't see coming. In fact, I just talked with there. I just talked. Ironically, I talked with one of the actors, one of the supporting cast members today um, in an interview. Oh, wow. Um, uh, the one who played Jay. Um, if you remember that character. Yeah, sure um, do. You know, he, yep. Yep. Uh, Paulino Nunes. Yes. I talked with him and 
what I what for me that in fact I believe at one point I had to run it back because I was like what just happened kind of like I almost missed something realized that Jay and Sophia the kind of uh, romance that they had going between those two well, there were some sparks I found that really, I found it pretty cool and it was nice to discover today uh, when I was talking with uh, the the actor who played Jay that. Um, that that was not real. It was not implied that much in the original script. Oh, that was more. They worked so well together. It, it, yeah, yeah. It was. It was kind of something that the actors and the director together uh, did. Kind of made that happen, and they had a great time. And and uh, so it kind of made me think, hey, I'd like to see a sequel between those two. I mean, it, that would be kind of cool. Okay, see. it's so. funny you say that because I was actually, as that was happening, I was like, they're yeah. giving a supporting actor and actress some sort of love scene, yeah. which you, I don't feel yes. like you see very much. So it was interesting to see that actually no. happen uh, right. in one of these right. summer movies. I'll go first yeah. um, or second in this case. There it is. The the wait yeah. what's for me. Um, so the, as, as he's driving into town, he, he parks on the street, <laughs> yeah. but there's, there's parallel parking spots, uh, <laughs> painted out, but the re- the whole town knew as if it was a, one of those angled parking. And I was just confused. Like, was that, was there a memo that was sent out that said, guys, it's one of the worst parallel parking get, jobs. get rid of the parallel. Like we're not going to obey the, <laughs> the lines anymore. It's just kind of, you do your own thing. Have at it. That's right. Which I would say in my experience is not a good idea for a town. Uh, the mm-hmm. second thing that I got was just what was the network? Um, it sounded more like a cult That's to right. me. Yep. So, like they, I know that they couldn't say ABC, NBC, no, whatever. No, they didn't have that but kind of money. The network, the network, the network. Maybe in Canada, there's you're only one the network. Ne- you're going to make the network wait. That's right. Uh, so it was just very funny to me. But the first time it happened, I was like, they're they're really egging this network on. Uh, so that made me laugh. Uh, Panda, what do you got? I, I have several, but I'll limit it to my two. Uh, the the first one is. Can we talk about the smoker? Yeah, uh, we can for sure. Because I'll piggyback on that. I, I I don't know if you guys know this, but they they make a big point that there's some faulty issues and parts with this smoker. But I don't know if you guys know how a smoker works. It's, it's purely a vessel. It's purely a vessel. <laughs> like there's not many parts. You need wood, fire, and and, and the smoker and the smoker. That's it. And there's not parts yeah. that can break. Smokers don't break. They rust, you know, and they fall apart. But they don't. They don't break. It's, unless it's there are no smoker. electrical units there, inside the there smoker. There are electric smokers, but they make it very clear in this movie that they are hauling hardwood into the smoker. The smoker could a never break. It could rot, like it could yep. rust, and it would be useless. And it could be, and this may be jumping heavy, it could not cause that fire. Couldn't yeah, do it. It would have been impossible. Yes. <laughs> Physically impossible. Wouldn't have happened. I also want to point out, and this is a small one, but I just I sat there and I, I literally laughed out loud. It's the ice cream scene where he's uh, sitting there and he goes, we're making new combinations of ice cream. Oh, and then he says, I've got to try. He, go, he makes one combination of ice cream. He's like, well, why don't we experiment with some more? Guys, I want to point out. They only have three bowls of ice cream. That's right. No, (laughs) we could get a Punnett square out if you want. It doesn't work. There's no other options. He just does the same bit again. He's like, try this, little child. Well, we tried chocolate and vanilla and vanilla and chocolate. I mean, there's just, there's not that many options. And it's like, they taste it like they've never had it before. And it's like, this is so delicious. (laughs) Well, we don't know what the flavors were. Um, It could have been like mustard and... 
and cotton candy, and no, he combines them in there. But like, it wasn't. It, it wasn't though, Brian. I Although mustard flavored ice cream would make sense in this film. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, I will say to finish the, the smoker. They named the smoker after famous Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And in Texas, you only say his name one way, Roger Stallback. Yep. That's how you say his name. You don't say what they say, which is some like Polish-Canadian you know This is the first time I heard it correct. I thought it was Starbuck. No, no, no. I thought that was the name of the smoker. No, no, no. They call it Stallback. That's incorrect. They're like, oh, you're going to go put some wood in Stallback? And I'm like, where? Are they talking about a city in North Dakota? Like, I don't care what his name is pronounced. He was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone in Texas says Stallback. Like, that's how they say the name. And they are supposed to be in, like, backwoods Texas. And it's like, hey, how's Stallback doing? And I'm like, do you want a donut? Like, what is what is that? That is terrible. That's as Canadian as you get. Oh, Stallback. That bothered me was a lot. Was that a white one or was that just you griping? It was way – It was. I wanted to make sure we hammered the smoker point okay. home because it was one of my – That's one of the more ridiculous it things. It was ridiculous. Hey, my wait what? First of all, Jay, the character that we talked about earlier, who seems like a nice guy? What what is his deal? Does he do everything in Red Rock? He does. He is he is the uh, barbecue competition MC. Yeah. He runs the summer camp. Yeah. And I believe mm-hmm. he said he was a teacher. He as is a well. teacher. Yeah. He mm-hmm. they literally I guess they just didn't want any more other characters. I also think they said that he was a a, re- a real estate aficionado or something. Yes, like he, that. Is. he is. Yeah. He's that as well. Um, he basically does it all. And the other thing that's a little bit like, wait, what to me about that is he and uh, Corey are supposed to be high school like buddies, but one mm-hmm. of them is clearly a decade older than the other one. <laughs> like, like one of them is like a bald guy who is is nice, but has probably got grown kids. One of them is like a guy who like is trying to still look young, but he's you know he's older a little bit. But these two guys didn't go to the same high school, like maybe the same physical building, but they didn't go at the same time. <laughs> Like, oh. no, one of them remembers JFK's assassination. <laughs> like, there's, there's no way that that's... So that's one wait what for me. Um, the, the second wait what, and there is a few that I just don't have time for, like the walking fast scene, like apparently I just want to say really quick, those okay. two actors are only four years apart. That's it? That's it. Wow. Four years apart. Shows yeah. you what I know. Man, they looked yep. more than that. So they both remember. Yeah, so <laughs> one of them was a senior, one of them was an eighth grader. Uh, so um, I, 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 I guess I've got to narrow it down. I've got about six written here. Um... My next wait, what is the barbecue competition in general? And, and <laughs> look, there, I've, I, I'm not like a, a professional chef uh, by any means, but I have watched the Food Network and I have watched a bunch of barbecue festivals. None of them have three rounds of competition that span over the course of a week. Yeah. Their timeline's messed up on that, by well, the way. It's too. really bad because you need all night to smoke the meat. Like, that's the whole bit. And they're like, you have three hours to cook brisket. <laughs> and if you ask any barbecue like aficionado in the world, they're going to be like, three hours doesn't even get me a quarter of the way to good brisket. And then they're like, you have four hours. And then for the finals, you make your meals at home, and they use an oven. <laughs> like the finals of the barbecue competition are made in an electric oven in an apartment. But can we be honest? The, the main guy wasn't even using Worcestershire sauce for his base at one point. Yeah, that's right. He, that's, he, he's he was not a real barbecue bland. guy. He was I, using some, but you don't want to overpower I just need, it. I need to back up, though. I need to be very clear on this. They're using an oven in a kitchen. They're not even using a slow cooker in a kitchen. <laughs> they are just popping some meat in the oven for a few minutes and going, yep, this is BBQ. That's what this is. 
here to see, I, the, the thing that I was the most confused about in regards to the competition was uh, what role he played, like why he couldn't go to have a conversation with the network. Yeah, he has all the time in the world. He literally has to make appearances and be in the finals. Like playing so still I was virtually. Conf- I, it's a full week. I think he could have gone to the network, but that's neither here nor there. That brings us to our last segment. It is what the hallmark, the segment of the show where we say after the credits rolled, I would have loved maybe a little bit more information about how this happened or after the credits rolled, I would love to know what happened afterwards. Um, and I would like to start. There was a character in this movie and his name was George. He was a very nice, oh, that's one uh, of mine. a very nice man. Yes, he was. Uh, a very nice, just a very nice man. <laughs> and he, um, I felt like he has a history. I think he has a past. And I thought that he was a compelling character that didn't get nearly enough play. I would have liked to have known more about him, his relationship with uh, Tyler's family and Mm. the mom. I would have liked to have known so much more about him, Mm. but unfortunately we didn't get that. Uh, And so I would like another movie. It's It's just called George. Yes. What's up? Season for Love Season for George George story. Yeah. Something Um, like that. I I think – I was very confused with this character because he was endearing and like a character I want to know more about. But he basically starts off by consoling Tyler by telling her, don't worry, I've been divorced twice. I don't know if you caught that. (laughs) It was like, she was like, oh, now he's just a friend. He's like, I've made two friends that way. You know, kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. And then basically he's relegated to two more scenes. One where he invites her to a dance, which Uh is kind of a weird scene. And the other one is just to, once again, just bring information that anyone could have brought. Going back to the dance, I almost... I I almost felt as if he was like hoping for something there. Yeah. Like maybe there is a chance for me and Tyler. Or, I don't know if I was reading into that, but mm. I did feel like there was a little bit of a something there for him mm-hmm. in regards to Tyler. But maybe mm. that was just him being nice. I don't know. But that was my George that was my big like that was my big uh, what the hallmark. Ruth, what what were you hoping to find out more about? Um. Well, because I'm always interested in the uh, supporting cast. Uh, honestly, I'll say that. Um, Jay and Sophia, I really, um, I would Mm. like to know more about, um, where this relationship potentially could go, especially since she's like, uh, not from the, not from a small city. She's Mm -hmm. like, you know, she's, she's not coming back there very often. So how, how, how is that going to work? I'm, 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 and it seemed like, uh, we didn't have a whole lot of, um, we had some, which I'm glad we had some scenes between those two, and you could see the sparks. But it would have been nice to even have just a little bit more. And yeah, of him showing him the yep. showing her for the sure. town or something. Right. Jay and Sophia was on my list of what the hallmarks for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I liked them. Panda, what do you got? Uh, I, you know, a guy I really enjoyed in this movie was Eddie. Eddie, I really thought yeah. he's a sweet guy. Uh, big fan father, of Eddie. Good yeah. dad. Like, a really, I, I kept expecting him to drop the ball at some point. He was solid all the way around. He really, showed up for the birthday. He showed up for the birthday. I really thought that that was where they were going to be going with yeah. the plot, but that's a side thing. Here's the deal. Eddie's company failed miserably, apparently, and they had to shut down main restaurants. And Correct. clearly, he's on the ropes at some point with this. And he's trying to get a new restaurant started. I would like to know what happens to Eddie. Mm-hmm. I, I really and am. And the restaurant that is yes, starting up again yeah, in San Francisco. And I, sure. I legitimately ended up caring for Eddie, which I know probably wasn't intended as much as I did. But I ended up really liking Eddie. Well, they made Eddie him such a care. good guy. Like, they, they really do. I kept waiting for him to be a jerk. And every single time, he's just solved the earth. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I will say that at one point in the movie, uh, Tyler's having a breakdown. And she's like, man, why do I just... 
Like it just seems like I fail at everything, and I wanted to be like, well, I've got some news. <laughs> uh, up until words. this point, Tyler, uh, the scorecard's not looking great for you. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm glad you guys hit on most of my what the hallmarks because I had a bunch, and I knew we didn't have that kind of time. But George was a big one. Uh, Eddie was a big one. Jay and Sophia were, were a big one, uh, which leads me to the one I wanted to talk about anyway. I actually have two, but the main one I want to talk about is I want to know a little bit more about the history of Red Rock because something about the town is making all the men very unlucky in love. Um, no, no male in Red Rock is alive and successfully like in, in, in a loving relationship. That's right. George, Eddie, Jay, Corey, you pick, it doesn't matter. There's, oh gosh, there's not right. a character that's a male character that has it, that has it together, that's got mm-hmm. a, a significant other. And it just seemed like either, and I know this would be shocking, an oversight by the filmmakers, or <laughs> there's something about Red Rock where the men just, they can't, just they just keep rolling You think Red Rock's haunted. Once you fall in love, yeah. you die. Well, maybe the women are like, wait a minute, I'm in Red Rock. And they move. And the men are like, nah, these are my roots. Did you know there's a Canadian accent. Did you know there's a real Red Rock, Texas? I did not know that. I looked it up. There's no one that lives there, really. There's like oh. a population of like 100 people. There's no restaurant. Oh, yeah. well, I was hoping there was an actual barbecue place. Ruth, it was Ruth, as disappointing. I, I know you said you lived in Texas a while, like when we were talking to you before. And have you heard of Red Rock? I know. I've heard of Round Rock, but not Red Rock. Close enough. Yeah, see, six and one half dozen the other. And then the next yeah. one, and this is a small what the homework is. I want to know about the women's auxiliary group. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, we have a scene where Corey's got to make an appearance, and you know they talk about how powerful the women's auxiliary group is. And I've heard of a lot of different like female groups. I've never heard of one called the women's auxiliary group. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Is it gun related? Um. I don't. No, 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 no. This is Hallmark. No, right, no, right, right. It's, not, it's not. This is not, and this is not a mystery movie. So no, no guns. But like auxiliary <laughs> means like providing supplementary or extra support. That's what that means. So I'm confused. At what the like? I'm just confused. Well, all that, the men are dying. That's right. So they have to provide. <laughs> and so I, I want to know Red Rock's history with that as well. Those two are my big what the Hallmark. So could we create? A Hallmark mystery movie about the women's auxiliary group, group killing all the men, the men yes. in Red Rock, Texas. I mean, <laughs> sold and sold. Season for death. Mm. Now, Ruth, we have had this idea. <laughs> wow, that got a big laugh there. We we have had an idea where we uh, where we live stream the three of us for three hours. Uh, writing a Hallmark script, like we have general <laughs> ideas, idea. and we and we go for three hours, and we just try to hash it out. I think this might be the idea that happens, and when it does, you're going to get a copy of that script. You can tell us what you think about it. Uh, that that about uh, does it. Ruth, can you tell everybody where they can uh, where they can find you and go to your wonderful blog and read all of your wonderful interviews? Oh sure, yeah. If you guys go to mydevotionalthoughts.net. You can find all of my interviews, and um, and then actually on social media, you can just look up Ruth Hill seventy four, and you'll find you'll find me there too. I'm pretty active there. Awesome! Big thanks to Ruth. Ruth, thank you so much, uh, guys. Man, what we a treat. are having a blast. As much fun as we've ever had. Now I don't know if everybody has <laughs> has heard or not, but we've gone to a weekly format. Yes, we have. Sorry, Dan. No, no, no. It's it's tough for me, but the viewers and the li- and when I say viewers, I mean listeners. They seem to really like it. They're clamoring. They're I wish clamoring. you guys could see us in the we're, studio. Yeah, we look great. We do. Um, but next week we're going to be back next Friday. We're reviewing 
our second Candace Cameron Bure movie. Mm, it's the viewer's choice, or the, the, the reviewer's choice. Yes, uh, uh, about a month ago we did a iTunes review. By the way, reviews on the iTunes. Mm. But a uh, person who wrote the, the best review got to pick a movie. We got that movie from that listener. It was uh, Let It Snow. Yeah. Candace Cameron Bure. It is a is a, people were people were shocked. It almost made the top five. It did. It was close. Um, and so we're you know we're excited. It's back in there. It's so we're, in that's there. next week, and then we're going to do a few fall movies. Yep. Wait, there's a, a fall thing. set of movies. Yes. I could not be more in. Mm-hmm. I love fall time. Yeah, you do. Guess guess you love the foliage. I love cider. Apple picking. Pumpkins. What do you guys think? What do you guys think that you know it was like summer love mm-hmm. was? What do you guys think the fall one is? Uh, you know, fall fall, fall for you. Okay. That was lazy. Yeah, well, it's pretty much par for the course. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I, I'm going to go with, are you ready for this? Yep. Bonfire of My Heart. Bonfire of My Heart. Well, that's exhausting. Uh, give me s'more. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin Spice Love Tay. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I did. By the way, guys, Pumpkin Spice is bad. PSAL. Oh. For, uh, for, uh, uh, a tenth person to leave us a review this week gets a free pumpkin spice latte on Panda. We'll send you the we'll send we'll you send the, you the send gift send card. Us the invoice. And we'll, we'll pay we'll, you back. We'll do the Check full the thing. Mail. Guys, we'll be back <laughs> next Friday. Love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.